Back here on This Week in the Mountain West, the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors, 2-1 and one on the year, coming off a bye and getting set to go on the road to Wyoming to open Mountain West play against the Cowboys. A win would give Hawaii their best start since 2007. Nick Rolovich in his second season as the head coach at Hawaii, and he joins us right now on This Week in the Mountain West. Coach, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Good morning, Nate. Thanks for having me. All right, Coach, three games into the season. You're off to a 2-1 and one start. What have you liked, and what have you maybe not liked so much about your team's start to 2017? Uh, you know, coming off the bye, or the, the loss to UCLA into the bye, you know, that one kind of sat with us for a while. Um, didn't play great on defense. Didn't finish drives offensively. They're a good team. They're, there's a lot of talent on that UCLA team, but I would like to see in that game if we would have finished the first couple of drives and touchdowns and, you know, made it a little more competitive early on. Um, but there's been a game where we've run the ball pretty well. There's been a game where we threw the ball pretty well. Um, not quite sure what our, our identity is offensively, but it's nice being able to do both if we have to. What was the goal for the bye week, both for the coaching staff and for your players? Uh, we didn't want to lose, and we accomplished that, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Coach. <laughs> no, we got some recruiting done, especially we we kept some guys on the road in L.A., and then they kind of split it off from there, and then gave the guys a couple of days off, got back here Wednesday, and started uh, taking a look at Wyoming. All right, Drew Brown, second in the Mountain West in touchdown passes, third in passing yardage. What's your evaluation on Brown's play through three games and leading this offense? Who's first? Number one, let's see, passing yardage is Nick Stevens. I believe he also has him in touchdown passes as well. Okay, good. I remember him coming up. Drew has played um, fairly well. I think he can play better. I think he knows he can play better. Um, even you know a couple of turnovers, you know, the interceptions. I think they're all avoidable, and I I think he probably put a little bit too much on himself coming into the season. He tried to force a couple things, but we calmed him down, and uh, I have a feeling he'll he'll play pretty well moving here forward. When you deal with a quarterback, how do you balance the desire for efficiency and to not turn the football over? as well as wanting a guy to still keep his eyes downfield and make big plays? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm aggressive with it. I'm okay if I'm – not, I'm not all that upset with, with interceptions if it's made aggressively. Mm-hmm. You know, under threw a ball, UMass was picked off, corner made a great play. You know, he just didn't throw it. Um, but we, we have to have a better touchdown-interception ratio. I think we're at maybe 7-4. to four. You know, you want to have a 3-1 to one ratio – which then, you know, there you're looking at some more efficiency and and just, you know, probably a, a, a scarier offense, you know. I don't want to be conservative at all, especially at that position. Um, so fumbles make me much more angry than, than the interceptions, especially when they're made aggressively. Let's talk about the run game. Diosami St. just off to a great start, second in the conference in rushing. I can tell you Rashad Penny of San Diego State is leading the Mountain West in rushing. I don't think that's a huge surprise to anybody. But what have you seen uh, from Diosami, both in terms of leadership, now that he's a senior, and playmaking ability? Well, you, you see, you know, he, he can break tackles. He's, he's got improved vision. I've seen some improvement. Probably most of his improvement has been in his pass pro, which I think will help him at the next level. Um, 
he he has he's not he's not, a, he's not a guy that jokes around very much, um, and this is pretty important to him, especially this season. So I've heard him, you know, come out of his shell a little bit and jump on some guys at practice. I'm like, all right, D, I like it, and um, you know, when a guy who doesn't say a lot just works, and then you hear him speak up like that, it, there's some juice behind his words. So um, I think he's he's on a mission. A lot of these seniors are, and you know, starts this weekend up in Laramie. Defensive side of the football, the pass rush. You have four players with at least two sacks already. What is it about Coach Suiyaunoa's scheme that is creating all this pressure for opposing quarterbacks? Nah, we're just we're we're, we're super aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're not getting a consistent pass rush though from you know, just some of our base looks or base defenses. Um, and at UCLA, those guys. Their pass pro was very effective and gave the QB time to make some big-time throws, you know. So um, it's given us a chance to kind of evaluate, self-scout, how we want to move forward. Um, but we've got some talented players on defense with Trayvon and Messi and Jelani. I mean, there's some guys that, that can play. And I just I, – I don't – I see our numbers and I see our rankings and, and – Something just doesn't add up right now. So hopefully this weekend they can they can come back and, and have a pretty uh, successful game on defense. I think they will. Talking to Nick Rolovich, the Rainbow Warriors 2-1 and one Hawaii on the road at Wyoming this week coming off of the bye. Coach, I got to talk to you at Media Day in Las Vegas. You were hanging with the King. Um, yeah, the King. That's right. I, that's King. right. I take a look at your Twitter account. It's very clearly, it's not ghost written by the Sports Information Department. My observation from afar is that you want college football to be fun for your players and for yourself. Why is that important to you? Because uh, it's too hard to win, and I mean, if you make it miserable, you know this this can be a, a miserable profession, especially for the coaches. They don't get to see their families very much. Um, you know, it's hard to win football games, but I don't think it's that hard to change people's lives and make them smile a little bit. And and I probably I just say things or, or do things pretty spontaneously when they come up to me or they come to me, and then I don't know. I guess. I don't have a lot of people that tell me tell me no right now when I get got in this chair, so it's good. You're the master of the scholarship reveal. You recently had your backup quarterback, Hunter Hughes, in the ring with the tag team, The New Day, during a WWE event in Honolulu. Where does that one rank for career highlights, getting to get in the ring with some pro wrestlers? Well, let, let me talk about, you know, you do a highlight game, a highlight film before pregame or you know, every Saturday we do one. I'm sure many coaches do it. I'm I'm driving to the Blaisdell Arena. I'm blasting Randy Macho Man Savage <laughs> highlights, Ric Flair highlights, Ultimate Warrior highlights. Just getting myself ready for this moment. I mean, I I think a lot of us grew up big wrestling fans, and you know, I remember uh, we could talk about Snuka. We could talk about how about Jake the Snake Roberts, right. Roddy Piper. I mean, this is a this is a dream come true for me. So they had to kick me out of that ring. And I think it was a great moment for, uh, for Hunter and all the fans there at a capacity crowd at Blaisdell arena. It was great. Nice work. Nice use of capacity crowd right there. Yeah, I like yeah. that. But coach, you could easily just have a meeting in your office. Why do you go to such lengths for that occasion of the scholarship reveal? Oh, I don't, I don't really, well, 
I do try. But this one was just, hey, WWE's coming. It's bye week. It's Wednesday bye week. Um, let's take the boys. And it, this one just happened out to, to work out very well. This wouldn't have been done if we had a game. No, maybe it was meant to be. Uh, but I, I, I try to look ahead to uh, like the koala bear. We're in Australia. Why can't? Why shouldn't the koala bear give out a scholarship? Sure. Nobody had a good. Nobody had a good reason. You know. Um, and I think you know. I like the part where you, you can really kind of change a kid's life for and reward them for for doing the right things. I think it sends a good message to the rest of our football team. Absolutely. All right, coach. Nothing fires up a fan base quite like winning and Hawaii won a bowl game last year after several down seasons having been a beloved local son so to speak as a Hawaii player as an assistant coach what else have you done to try and get the fans excited about Rainbow Warrior football again uh I tried to find the coolest kid on campus and I went through social media and tried to find him and uh the, the guy I found was a member of a frat and I said hey how do I get the students there? Boom. We sat down, had a meeting, called the frats and sororities, all the leaders. We said, hey, what can we do? What problems do you see with, with your situation? How can I help? And, you know, we had a great student turnout, which then, you know, energizes the rest of the fan base. And it's, it's just everybody coming together. But I think the main thing people see from us is we're genuine. We care about this place. We care about the people of, of this state. And, it's okay to do nice things for people. You know, it's hard when when you're always asking people whether it's for money or come to the come to the game, give us money, you know, blah blah blah. You know, you got to give a little bit, you know, to to receive, especially around here. And I think our players and coaches and the whole athletic department has done a great job reaching out to the community and and doing positive things for people. And, you know, I think that that strikes a pretty strong chord over here because on this island and in this state, but everybody relies on each other in some way. And when you reach out and help people and talk about living Aloha, people are like, all right, they get it. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll support these guys. Because um, the local people, as much as we would love to have another Sugar Bowl year, they want a program that represent is representative of, not only the the values of this place, but um, you know there there's a there's a never quit attitude, fun to watch. Um, I think local people have a great sense of humor, and some of the things we're doing, and um, I think it I think it connects the local people. Whether we're handing out season tickets, we're going to people's houses, you know, all that stuff, you know, that's that's meaningful over here. All right, Coach Wyoming this week in Laramie. How do you slow down Josh Allen? Well, I'm not sure this weather is going to – it might slow us both down. Um, kid's got a big arm, good athlete, faster than you think for a guy his size. Um, you know, I, I think for us, it, it's just playing sound defense, assignment sound. and um, I'm a – his scrambling ability, you know, the touchdown versus Oregon, even him getting outside the pocket. Is, is one of his weapons. I don't know if I've seen anybody throw on the run to the right as good as this guy. He makes some throws where I'm like, that's just, people can't do it. Um, you know, i do not not sure. I, I hope he's not terribly frustrated because he's not having the numbers maybe people um, kind of thought he should have. Um, he's still a good football player. 
He represents that university and that football program very well, as far as I can tell. And uh, it, something about Coach Bowl and conference play and the elements coming into play and the altitude, I think it, it, it could be a – I know it's going to be a real um, – I don't know what the word is – exciting game. Maybe not necessarily execution-wise, but mm-hmm. the passion, the energy, the – what's on the line. This is the first time we really talked about Mountain West Championship was this year. We didn't talk about it last year. Yeah. And I, I I thought about that. I said, we didn't even, you know, we, we may have mentioned it once or twice, but we were trying to kind of revive a, a, a culture and a program. And, you know, this off season, they started talking about Mountain West Championship. And we just got to, we got to put a game together and go one at a time because um, I know if we play like we did at UCLA, uh, Wyoming's good enough to take advantage and, and chase us out of that that place. So I think we'll be ready. One of the cool things about this game, there's a trophy for this rivalry series between Hawaii and Wyoming, the Paniolo Trophy. It's a Hawaiian right. word meaning cowboy for those that don't know. I know I didn't know. All right, Coach, but follow me. And I think this segues nicely off of what you were just talking about. Maybe I'm making a reach here. But is there kind of a sense of kindred spirit between Hawaii and Wyoming football? I tend to consider those the two most geographically isolated schools in the Mountain West. Uh, neither is particularly easy to get to. Both have rabid local fan bases. Do you see any of that kind of kindred spirit? I think so. I think I don't think you're far off there. I mean, I, I think there's probably a, a toughness in both um, – not only football programs, but just uh, communities. Uh, there's probably a little bit of a blue collar feel. Mm-hmm. Um, the the locales, you know, you're probably right with that one. Um, it's interesting, you know. The you know they're the Cowboys, and and the Paniolos had had such a you know big part of the Hawaii's history, and I believe it was started when. A couple people from Hawaii went to Wyoming or moved to Wyoming, and um, I think the first trophy got lost. Yes. This is actually the second trophy. Right. So, um, you know, I think I think what you, your statement was, was pretty accurate. Um, people I know from up there are good people. The people I know in Hawaii are good people. And the the values, even though we're, we're in such different climates and maybe areas of the world, I think the values are pretty similar. Coach, last thing, what has stood out to you around the Mountain West Conference through the first few weeks of this season? Um, I kind of had a hunch Colorado State was going to be pretty good. Yeah, And, uh, you know, like Coach Bobo, um, like their commitment with their stadium. I think they've done a nice job recruiting. Nick Stevens has played a few years already. I think, um, you know, what, what are you going to say, San Diego State? San Diego State's really put their mark on this conference. But I'm not sure this isn't their best team either with, you know, with the quarterback play. I mean, I wasn't watching that QB. You know, they got Penny and they got their O-line. They got their scheme. They're going to pound you. They're playing great defense. But now they got a QB who seems to be really accurate and can make throws for them. So they may be as scary as ever. He's Nick Rolovich, everybody. Conference opener for Hawaii this week on the road at Wyoming. Coming up on Saturday, the Rainbow Warriors 2-1 and one thus far on the year. Coach, thank you so much. Best of luck this week and the rest of the season. Thanks, Nate. I appreciate you having us on.